Dan and I ask a lot of our guests when they come onto the Triple H podcast. We ask them to be vulnerable and bear their stories and bear a part of themselves. And today is no exception because Lex opens up quite heavily about grief and about losing people close to you and about a time in her life that was just so overwhelming that really took Dan and I back and so, so grateful to have Lex on the show today who has now become a friend of ours and Lex just really discussing things of suicide and losing people. So I do have to make a warning here that if you are struggling with thoughts of suicide or suicidal ideation or have people close to you that have been through that or you've been through these experiences, like please, please, please reach out. It's never weak to speak. And this episode does have some very heavy content. So thank you all. And ciao for now. Welcome to the Triple H Podcast, where we embrace vulnerability and encourage authenticity. As we have meaningful conversations with the people in our lives. We're your hosts, Dan and Jed, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Now we get into the middle part of the podcast and Alex, we dabbled on and you talked about when someone goes through tough times, like Maxie does often and Maxie gets bullied and goes through these really tough experiences. And But you can also learn a lot from those. And I think that's a really beautiful thing about hardships that we sometimes forget to touch on and, and talk about is that a lot of learning comes from those. And as human beings, we can look to the silver linings when we can, but often sometimes tough is just, you know, tough times are really, really hard and, and are really struggling and and take a lot out of you and sometimes they just need to be considered like that so Alex obviously middle H your hardship mm. but please take as long as you need take your time this is obviously safe space for everyone yeah and we want you to obviously part of the family now when we treat you like a family member so yeah be as comfortable as you wish thank you so my hardship would definitely be right before COVID for some reason my family attracts suicide and I don't know why. Um, so in July of 2019, my best friend, like forever, her dad killed himself in yeah, July of 2019. And obviously we went into lockdown. And then after that, it was sort of like a snowball effect of people close to us, people around us killing themselves and like going through massive waves of depression and losing their battle, unfortunately, um, like close family, friends, You know, I think I counted there was four people in the space of two years that we were close to that committed suicide or killed themselves. Um, So that was really, really hard, especially because there was, like, absolutely nothing we could do about it. Like, we were stuck in Melbourne lockdown. It was the harshest lockdown of the the whole entire world. Like, we couldn't leave. I couldn't even see my best friend to, like, make sure that she was okay. Um, I couldn't go see my friends who I hadn't seen in months especially when all the hard things were going on so I think that for me definitely was probably one of the hardest things I've gone through having so many people that we love and that we care about like lose their battle with depression and then not be able to do anything about it and not being out not even being able to go to the funerals or not being able to you know be close to your friends like and even like I lost one of um a primary school friend, um, not to depression, 
but he was 18 and it's like how does that even how is that even okay so yeah death and suicide definitely tend to have a way of like sticking around with our family which and like family friend circle that sort of thing so yeah that was definitely the hardest thing I'd say firstly thank you never easy to share those things I think it's really amazing how you phrase that I really like that you say I lost their battle with depression Mm. and to depression I think that's a really great way of Mm. language and changing it because it's super easy to not respect depression as an illness Oh and God. just consider yeah. it as um, an egocentric or a selfish person selfish, thing. That's what gets me. Yeah. So thank you for that. No, thank you. What moment do you feel like within that hardship and through that tough time was the lowest? Was there a specific moment that you really felt like, look, this is really tough to deal with right now and I'm struggling? Yeah. I remember being in Haley's apartment actually and – we had just found out that um, one of our family friends had just passed and I was sort of thinking in my head, like, how many more people can we lose? Like, like when is this, like, line going to end? Because this is so, so sad and so just, like, upsetting and devastating that so many people were losing their battles all at the same time and they couldn't get the help that they needed. Hospitals were overflowing, obviously, due to COVID. People that I knew were getting turned away from emergency departments. Some people tried to get help so much but they kept on getting turned away and it's like totally get that COVID was a fuckfest and everything was completely drained, resources were drained, but we lost more people to suicide than we did to COVID so it's like how can how does that even like make sense like how is that okay so I think that realization of like this isn't this isn't helping people like this is making people go over the edge and this isn't okay so I think after that one in Haley's apartment I was sort of thinking like when's it going to be over like why do we keep having to lose people to this like it, it was just yeah, it was really hard. And also at that stage I was going – I was changing through unis. Like I was so lost on what I wanted to do because I didn't realise what I am doing or studying and whatever could be a thing. So I was like completely lost and my partner was about to go to the Olympics and I'm like I'm just fucking sitting here doing fuck all <laughs> and you're on your way to like, you know, do this crazy thing. So I think it was everything at once was just hitting me and then there was issues with Haley's ex-best friend at the time and – was it quite a lonely time, especially when Haley was to then go to the Olympics? Mm. You just being by yourself with one, not having a partner anymore, like she's yeah, yeah, not yeah. with you, like uh, support, and then obviously dealing with um, the loss of family, friends, and at the same time not being able to really have your family support as well because of all the lockdowns and stuff. Yeah, it must have been quite a tricky period to really get through. Yeah, it was super hard and. That's when my eating disorder was probably at one of the worst places that it's really ever been since it started because there was – and, like, as weird as it is to say, like, there was no one checking up on me physically because when you're in your room alone because it's COVID, you don't want to leave your room. You're probably either not going to eat or you're going to eat so much. And it's or a snowball where, a where snowball. it's just – you're already flat so you're like, I don't really want to – 
go yeah. outside. I'm not feeling up to it. I kind of want to be in my safe space. Yeah, exactly. So it just piles on and just goes and goes and goes. Yeah, 100%. And so like the realisation that like we're losing so many valuable people to us, not even just within our circle but in general, like, you know, people losing their battles for depression is the most devastating thing. And then having their eating disorder come back and Hayley being away and then having massive issues with her ex-best friend at the time, like, which resulted in just complete another mayhem. Like, her and I almost broke up because of, you know, this situation. So it was just, like, a really shit time, not knowing what I wanted to do. How do you feel like you were able to manage that time and manage that hardship and spoke on your eating disorder and you spoke about those issues with relationships and you spoke obviously about depression and, and those dark times and those grief and dealing with that grief. How do you feel like you came to terms with things and came to what you are now and feeling better, yeah. not in that space anymore? Mm. How did you do that? And I guess was it a... Overcome it. Yeah, how did you overcome that hardship? I think it was definitely leaning on, leaning on my family 100%. And also... I have really amazing friends and we would have like a weekly Zoom session. Like I'm sure everyone did by the end of it. I hated Zoom. I was like, I never want to see Zoom again. But I think I lent on my family a lot. And I also took the time to like sit with my emotions and be like, this is so horrible, but it happens for a reason. And I'm the biggest believer that everything that we go through happens for a specific reason and we don't know what that reason is at the at the time like we don't know why it's happening until we're supposed to find out why and I still don't know why that happens like I just don't I don't know why it happens but I know that it does and you can't fight it because it's always going to be there like like things like this happen all the time and it's horrible but I think leaning on my family knowing that it happened for a reason and knowing that you can't change it like no matter how you feel what you do like it's not going to change anything which is hard and it was a really tricky realization but sitting with it and leaning on the people that I knew were going to be there for me the most was yeah definitely really good you never know when your bad luck is saving you from worse luck yeah we've we've said we almost say that almost every single episode after Mitch said it yeah we have we have an episode with a guy called Mitch and he just yeah told us that tagline and we just can't Stop yeah. coming back to it because yeah. it's so special because it's that idea of, of when something happens and we like to draw upon things and think about fate or destiny, it's kind of mm-hmm. like you can't deny fate. Like it just, it is what it is. What it, is. it has happened yeah. and what has happened is going to happen. Yeah. You never, like you just, the things that you're going to learn from these things are so special and can be so pivotal, but you have to kind of be along for the ride and, mm-hmm. and go through this roller coaster of life. Thank you so much for sharing, Alex. That's okay. Thanks for listening to the Triple H Podcast. Like and subscribe on Spotify or Apple Music to stay up to date with episodes and follow us at the Triple H Podcast on Instagram. If you wish to get in touch with us, send an email at the Triple H Podcast at gmail.com. Special thank you to Prizefight for providing the theme, his song, Vulnerable. And thank you to Uncle Michael O'Brien for our show's Welcome to Country.